Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. I am so grateful to be here today, and I'm grateful for all of you tuning in who have been supporting the podcast and getting massive value so far. This is, I'm just so grateful. I am overwhelmed with gratitude. That's basically how I'm feeling right now. And I'm very much looking forward to today's podcast episode. This is a topic that is so near and dear to my heart, but I may sound a little bit different. I might sneeze. I might cough here and there, but I'm going to try my hardest not to. I uh, am battling a sinus infection, but this was like, I couldn't wait. I was like, no, I I feel the urge to talk about this right now. I've got to deliver these messages to the women who need to hear this. And me being sick and this sinus infection will not interrupt this. I need to do this. Like I really felt called to do this right now, but also I felt a huge sense of inspiration. And so I was like, um, I could do this in a week. I could do this in a couple of days when I don't sound like this and I'm not struggling with sneeze attacks, but no, mm-mm, no, today's the day. So we're going to do this. So on that note, today's topic, it's all about prioritizing yourself and how prioritizing yourself is a selfless act, not a selfish act. Okay. Let me repeat that to make sure that it sinks in my beautiful ladies. Prioritizing yourself is a selfless act, not a selfish act. And why do we need to talk about this? Why am I addressing this today? You may wonder, well, this is going to probably sit Uh, in some way with most of you listening to this, most of you are going to be able to relate to this in some way you're doing this. So we got to talk about it. Every single weight loss consultation I do at some point when I ask what's going on, what have you been struggling with on your weight loss journey? What have you tried? What brings you my way? How can I serve you? These are kind of like my typical questions. One of these answers is going to be something along the lines of, I have been neglecting myself for so long. I'm doing for everybody else. I've been putting myself on the back burner. My cup is running dry. I am so burned out. I am sick. I'm unhealthy. I'm overweight. I'm unhappy. I'm depressed. And so much of it stems from me pouring into everybody else, doing for everyone, putting everybody first for the last five years, 10 years, 20, 30 years. And now I'm here wanting to hire you seeking help because I've gotten to the point where I'm just so fed up and it's time for me to take back control, reclaim my power and pour back into my own cup. I have heard this, this being said by almost every single woman I have gotten on the phone with and done a weight loss consultation call with. I mean, I do a lot of weight loss consultations just to put this like into perspective. This is clearly a thing. It's a, it's a thing. And I think that 
amongst women, we struggle with this so much because putting ourselves is naturally such a hard thing for women to do because by design, we are nurturers. We want to give everything of ourselves to everybody we love, anyone who's in need. We want to rescue them. We want to save them, right? It's this, it's just this constant need to do for others, to show up for everyone else. And the problem is that even though this is coming from a place of love and a place of, you know, good intentions, we all have a tendency to not do a great job with setting boundaries, respecting them, right? Implementing them. <laughs> um, and we just don't do a good job with saying, here's the line. Here's the boundary. Here's what I'm willing to do. But at some point, I can't do past that point because I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to miss sleep. I'm going to end up on blood pressure meds. I'm going to continue gaining weight and I am not willing to do that. So I take back control and take better care of me. But the other part of why this is so hard for us as women, for one, it's not in our nature. It's not in our design. We just want to nurture Mother Teresa. We want to take care of everybody and everything. The other reason why this is hard for us as women to do is the guilt. It's, oh, but that makes me a bad person. Oh, but that's going to make me a bad mom. Oh, but that means I'm going to be a selfish wife. Oh, but no, my employees, my, my bosses, my supervisors, I ain't heard it all. Like clients of mine that are killing themselves on the job, doing all kinds of overtime. They not getting paid for because they're salaried. And when I ask, why are you continuously allowing this to happen? No one's making you do this. You are choosing to do these things outside of your work hours. And it's answers like, oh, but I just don't want, I just don't want my, my boss is going to be so overwhelmed. I just don't want my boss to come back on Monday and just be so stressed out. I mean, I feel bad for her or I feel bad for him. It's already so much on him. I don't want to put all this extra stuff. And I'm like, what? So you just constantly are like in martyr. Um, it's like this martyr syndrome as you're constantly like spreading yourself so thin for everyone left and right because you don't want other people to suffer. You don't want other people to go without whatever it is that you can, you know, provide them with, etc. It comes from a beautiful place. The intentions are wonderful, but God damn, it's too much. It's too much. You're not a selfish bitch. If you say, hey, I'm taking care of my kids. I'm giving them everything I can. I spend all the money I got on them to make sure that they're well taken care of. But you know what? Three days a week for one hour, it's me time. I got to be at the gym. Saturday mornings. For two hours, I'm going on a, I'm going to meet with my meditation circle. And then the second hour, I'm going on a hike by my motherfucking self at this nat beautiful nature trail by my, uh, close to my house with this nice, you know, um, river and all this other crap that does not make you a selfish ass bitch. This is a fucking necessity. 
We are so fucking dramatic and overly sensitive and overly afraid of becoming like somehow being portrayed or coming across as selfish human beings that don't care and don't do the right things. That does not mean that we need to constantly be the victims of everything and everybody and literally allow for complete, complete depletion of everything we are and everything we have to better show up for other people. That's actually not how this works. So the biggest example I can give you to help you change your perspective and realize that it's fine time for you to set clearer boundaries. Say no more often. Put your foot down. That don't mean you got to be ugly. Don't mean you got to be nasty. You can still be polite, friendly, you know, cordial, whatever, and just say, hey, I can't do that. I'm in 2023. I'm making a better effort. I pour back into myself. Honey, I am so sorry. You know I love you. But I need more time for myself. And you know, in the last episode, I talked about cleaning out your circle. The people who love you for real, for real, the people who want to see you shine, the people who want to see you win, they're going to support that shit. They may not necessarily like it too much because it might take away from, you know, what all you do for them. But honestly, I know that I have had people in my life that have said these things. And me, I'm like, yes, do that. Full fucking empowerment. Love it. I love that energy. You're right. God damn it. Put your foot down. Yes. Say, hey, I can't do that. I'm sorry. No, I would love to, but I can't do it. Because at this time, I am making a conscious effort to pour back into myself. Wow. I admire that. Love it. Happy for you. Please do that. You deserve it. And again, if you get responses that are like, oh, 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 why, why, oh, I don't understand. I mean, you don't, you don't need that much time to yourself. What the hell? You got kids to go take care of. That's some bullshit. La, 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 Well, then you might re- reevaluate your relationships. Reevaluate who's a part of your environment and your life. They might just not be the right fit, okay? But the biggest example I can give you to illustrate my point is you ever been on a plane and for those of you who are listening who have not been who have never been on a plane have never um you know caught a flight that's cool you still got time it's coming your time is coming but you still would know what I'm talking about because you've watched movies and even in the movies where people are boarding flights There's always a stewardess who is given very clear, straight to the point instructions, right? For how to navigate this plane. Well, you know what I mean by navigate, but how to make the most out of your experience, how to, you know, have a safe flight, how to do things in the right way, or also be prepared and alert in case something happens. Here are the things you need to be doing, right? Come on. I mean, I've been on many flights. Um, But like I said, even if you have not been on a plane, we've seen this in movies where they go through instructions. And what's the one thing they say when it comes to the potential or the likelihood, the chance of the cabin pressure changing or dropping to the point where oxygen masks may automatically 
come out, come down, right? And you're going to need to put them on your face so that you're able to breathe due to cabin change, uh, cabin pressure changes. You know where I'm going with this. Don't play dumb. You know what I'm talking about. They always say, if it comes to that point, you need to absolutely put the fucking mask. Well, they're not saying it that way, but you know what I mean? Put the mask on your face first before you place that mask on anyone else who needs your assistance. Ladies, I was going to say ladies and gentlemen, but I don't think gentlemen are watching, listening to this. Ladies, it does not get more clear than that. Apply that same logic, this same scenario to the rest of your life. It applies to every area of your life. If you are out here not able to breathe, you're barely breathing. Your throat's all freaking sore. Your lungs hurting. You're falling apart. Mentally, emotionally, and physically at this point. What can you really do for those who need you? What can you really give to those who rely and depend on you? Does it make you a selfish person to put the oxygen mask on your face first in the, in, in the time of crisis where there is not enough air to breathe? Before you put that oxygen mask on the child, on your parents, on your spouse, on your friend? Does that make you selfish or does it make you selfless because your intention is I got to make sure I'm able to breathe so that I can properly function and operate to save my child, to save, you know, my sister, to save my mama, to save, you know, the disabled passenger that happens to be sitting next to me or the elderly passenger. I mean, fill in the blanks. Does it make you selfish? Oh, you fucking selfish bitch. You just sitting here and you only worried about you. That's why you putting that mask on your face first. Mm, or does it make you a selfless human being who understands that you cannot do for others properly until you do for yourself? Right? This is so deep, so I have to breathe, take a moment. Make sure that this is like really sinking in for you ladies. Apply this to your life every day. The job that you go overtime for and kill yourself at and do all kinds of extra tasks, duties, and whatever the fuck else. Or when you, some of y'all just refuse to take the 15 minute breaks, the 30 minute breaks. Y'all don't take no goddamn breaks, work through, won't even get off your desk, take a couple of steps, stretch out, do five jumping jacks, go pick up some water because you're that laser focused and committed to an employer who will replace your ass um, in a split second. I mean, it's sad to say, but if you die tomorrow, your job will have an ad out there to fill your position the next day. 
We live in a capitalist society. This is just facts. This is the truth. This is just how it is. Blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody here to judge or say, oh, that's so wrong. That's disgusting. Or it's great. It's what. No. From a neutral standpoint, this is just what the fuck's going to happen. So you going to your job, killing yourself, going above and beyond and doing all this extra shit, not taking breaks, not even taking steps. Don't go for a walk in between, not even nourishing yourself. Don't drink no water. Just keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. The problem is you will burn out. The problem is your productivity is at risk. You want to become a better employer? Take better care of yourself. You want to become a better boss? Take better care of yourself. You want to become a better mom? Take fucking care of yourself first. Everything in this world, everything in your world starts with you. Think about this. Everything in my world, it starts with me. Everything. And there are, and I am a pillar and we all are as women. Typically we're carrying the world on our shoulders. We are always the pillars. We're the pillars of our families. We're the pillars here and the pillar there in our community and our churches. And we're leading movements. We're doing all these things. Right. But it starts with you. It starts with me and me have every intention of every single day showing up as the best version of myself as a motivational speaker as a support system as an accountability system as a weight loss coach you name it every single day I want to show up as the very best version of me so that I'm better able to serve the women who follow me who listen to me who need me who hire me you name it Every single day, I want to be the best mother I am capable of being for my children. Because my children, they deserve that. They didn't ask to be here. I made that decision for them. So I'm going to be the best damn mother I can be. And I learned years ago, once I ended up burned out in the hospital, that the best version of me as a mother is a well-rested one. It's one that is a at a healthy weight. It's one that takes time out of her day to take care of herself alone in silence. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I could go on all day about like what self-care means to me and what prioritizing myself looks like in my everyday life. But I'm going to give you a very tangible example about me within my business. So when I first officially went into business for myself, like I was in fitness for a long time, but I was juggling my business on the side part time and I had my full time career in hospice. But when I went full blown into my business and I was like, that's it, me, myself and I and we gonna make this shit happen. Right. The first year in business, I never took a day off. I never took a break. I did not take any vacations. I felt like that was uncalled for. Ain't no time for that. Can't do it. I made myself available to my clients and potential clients at all times of day, including night, every single day. I was having conversations with women that were struggling in the DMs at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight. 6 a.m., back up the next day, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 10 a.m., Every, it didn't matter what time of day I was there. Now, that was just the women that had issues and wanted to talk and 
you know, might've been looking for potential help here and there, but these were just conversations online. Let's talk about my clients. The women who were paying me had already hired me, were depending on me. The same with them. I was available. They'd send me a message at 11 PM. They would text my cell phone 5 AM. Here I am. I would get messages in the middle of the night and fucking wake up and respond. I was like constantly present, constantly available to every single client of mine and every single potential woman out there who was struggling too. And I thought, you know, I had good intentions back to what I talked about earlier. As women, it is so hard for us to put ourselves first. We want to do, give, 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 do, 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 do for everybody else 24-7 because we are nurturers by nature, by design. But also because we are so afraid that it's going to be seen as, oh, what a bitch. What? She got healthy boundaries? Fuck her. Right? Some kind of fear that actually doesn't make all that much sense, but the fear of being seen as selfish or being selfish acting in selfish ways we are afraid of that men there's this is second nature to them honey i'm going to sleep that man ain't thinking twice and he gonna lay his ass in the bed and next second he's snoring y'all with me am i right yes that's what they do the man no i don't feel like doing that okay well he's just not gonna do that is he sitting there worried about thinking, oh my God, somebody probably thinks that I'm being selfish. No, men are great at setting boundaries, not budging, sticking with their boundaries, right? Putting their foot down and uh, no, I'm not fixing that sink. That ain't my job. That's not part of my job description. Oh, okay. All right. Men are great at that. And they don't sit there overthink and worry and go into anxiety panic mode because, oh my God, did I abandon someone? Did I neglect X, Y, Z? No, they're not doing all that. But back to within my business. So I was torn between, I think this is the right thing to do. I got to be available to all my clients all the time, 24 seven, all the women in the world. Like I literally would see, and I was like, all the women in the world who are struggling and need me, I'm going to be available to them. That's the right thing to do. This is what God called me to do. This is my mission. Okay, honey. But then after a year, I ended up so burnt out. I was in the hospital. Burnt out. I mean, severely burnt out. And I turned around and hated my business. I despised it. I was like, oh my God. So, so badly burned out. That just opening up my laptop would give me a, an anxiety attack. Couldn't take it. I was like, something has got to change in how I'm living, how I'm operating, how I'm thinking, how I'm serving. Because here's the reality. I am literally, literally killing myself trying to make a difference and serve all the women who need me. But this is not healthy. This is not okay. This ain't the way to do it. Now I'm spreading myself so thin that I am not showing up as the best version of myself. That was a hard, but very much needed reality check. And I'm sharing that with you because so many of you women are already doing that all day, every day. I see it in every conversation I have, in the DMs, on the phones, clients that I have currently, that I'm still practicing and teaching them, hey, I don't want to see your ass go to work on a Sunday. You working in, you got a nice cozy corporate job you're making a lot of money 
You salary. They're not paying you more money because you're going on Sunday. You know what needs to happen on Sunday? Fucking self-care. Your kids grown. No, there's got to be something else here than slaving away and killing yourself on a job that sees you as very much replaceable. So in my business, this translated into me setting hard fucking core boundaries. Nope. My clients do not text me. And I'm very firm and clear about that. I don't text my clients. We don't text each other. No. We have our own communication system. We have our own app that we communicate through. And I am available in that app. And I communicate with them, you know, back and forth during normal business hours. This was so hard for me to implement and do. I felt like, oh my God, the guilt. All right. The guilt, the concern about, am I being selfish? Am I, is this going to take away from me providing and serving properly? All these concerns. But again, the bottom line reality here was, if I want to show up every single day as the best fucking weight loss coach in the industry, I have to prioritize my mental, emotional, physical health first. Before I prioritize the needs, the wants, the desires of my clients. If I want to show up as the best fucking mother ever that Denise and Amari deserve, I have to draw boundaries and teach them that mommy also needs time to pour back into herself. And when I come out of my prayer meditation closet, when I come back from the gym, when I come back from a yoga session, when I come back from a hike, when I come back from sitting outside in the backyard in the sun, me, myself and I with my little crystals or from going to, the, to Starbucks, sitting down and reading a book, I come back and I walk back through this door rejuvenated. My tone is, my tone is healthy. It's calmer. It's more loving. There's a lot less tension. I'm actually stepping into like the best version of me as their mother. That's powerful. So what I want you to think about moving forward and what I want to leave you with is you owe it to the people you love. You owe it to those who depend on you. You owe it to those who love you, who look for you, who look up to you, right? You are probably the light without knowing each and every single one of you personally, but you are probably the light in, in the lives of so many people, but your light ultimately will continue to be dimmed if you don't take proper care of yourself. And instead of looking at prioritizing yourself and pouring back into your own cup and putting you first as, oh my God, this is so selfish. I am such a monster. I'm such a bitch. Flip the switch. Change the narrative. And look at it as, this is my duty, my obligation, my responsibility to pour into my cup first. So that when all these people come to me and want a little, want a sip, I'm going to have a sip. To pour into their cups. But if people keep coming to me. And I don't have nothing. Then I'm not of much help am I? And that's the point. So I hope that this really helps you. um, Take back control. Regain a sense of 
yeah, man, I deserve this. I, I, I am worthy of this, but I owe it to myself and I owe it to my community, you know, or whatever, my, my coworkers, et cetera, whoever it is, fill in the blank. And always think about this image, this picture of being on a plane, or maybe not you being on the plane and going through this, because that doesn't sound like a very um, inspirational, exciting, never mind. Um, the picture of somebody else on the plane, or you watching a movie, and yes, what happens? The cabin pressure has dropped, and what are these people always doing? Mask comes down, boom, they put the mask on their own face first, because they're responsible, Right? They love and care about those around them. And they want to do right by others. But they understand that they're not going to be able to do that if they have not, if they're not breathing. If they have, if they're like, you know, desperate for air, then you can't really do much for anyone else. What good does that do? How do you serve anyone properly when you don't even take care of you first? So, ladies, I urge you to share this very important episode with the with women in your life. Um, I believe that your sisters need to hear this, your your moms, you know, your grandmothers, your neighbors, your the ladies at church, right? Everywhere you go, there are going to be women that you are interacting with, dealing with, friends with, in relationships with that need to hear this. So. Share it as much as possible, pass it around, and help me make a difference in your life and in the life of other women. As always, keep a smile on your face, spread love and positivity to those around you, and above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.